It's really fun to be here. Um, I'm really grateful to be invited into a space and to learn about this thing called C3. Um, it's a completely new experience. So um, thank you for having me this morning. Um, my talk this morning is about something that started to be birthed through uh, a series of experiences that I've gone through over the last couple of years, but really have been culminating in the last six months to nine months. And I thought I would spend just a few minutes with you this morning sharing with you some of that. Um, this morning is an invitation. And if you feel so compelled and something resonates within your heart and soul and says, wow, that might be something I want, might want to look at, then I invite you into that. And if not, it's okay. It's okay. So, the calling. I'm going to read something that just happened as I was starting to look at this thing because I didn't really understand what it was. And as I started to put it together, the following just came off of my pen onto a piece of paper, and I was just like, wow, that's cool. And so here's what, it, here's what I wrote. It's a longing for a deeper experience of self in one or more areas of your life. It may be asking you for something more or something less. It may ask you to learn something or to let something go. It may require a big change or a small one. It may require a lot or a little. In truth, until you listen, you will never know because every calling is different. There is no one calling. There can be several throughout our lives. And every calling is different for every person. But no matter what, there's always a calling. And the key is to learn to listen. There's a calling going on right now for each and every one of us. For some, there may be several calling going on. For some, there may be only one. For some, the calling may be loud, and others, it may be subtle. But regardless of how many or how loud they are, you are being called right now. The only question is, what are you doing about your calling? Are you listening to it, or are you ignoring it? And so I was left with that when I wrote it, and it was fascinating to me because as a unity minister, and by the way, for those of you that don't know, Unity is a non-denominational organization. And at the base of it, it's really a spiritual philosophy. It's a spiritual practice. It's like Buddhism, for those of you who study Buddhism. It's a practice. So there isn't, we don't believe that there's only one way. We believe there's many ways. And we also believe very strongly that we are all one. We believe in unity consciousness, that that is a real thing, and that we really all have within us all the same stuff. And that's what we believe in unity. And so what happens is this idea of the calling is that 
I try to explain it like this. It's not necessarily, because some people think when I say the calling, they think I'm talking about your purpose. And, and maybe that is it. But I would argue that what I'm being shown is it's way more than that. And that it is actually something that internally, I believe in something called our soul, that there's a nudging that's going on. And this nudging is happening in, and could be happening in, in many parts of our lives. It could be in our relationships. It could be in our health. It could be in our finances. It could be in our career. It could be in all these different places. And it's just a matter of slowing down and taking the time to feel into what it is that you're being called into. And so the invitation is to consider that for a minute. In all these comings and goings of this time of year, I don't know about you, but for me personally, it's pretty hard to slow down and to feel what's going on inside of myself, to feel what the calling is. And this year, I've had an opportunity to do a lot of, um, have a lot of experiences and I wanted to share one of those experiences with you because what happened uh, with this part of my calling was, was pretty profound. How many of you have heard of what's called a vision quest? Anybody hear of that? Anybody been on one? Yeah, beautiful. So a vision quest is where you go out into nature and you are exposed and you fast. In my particular vision quest, I went away for four days um, out in the woods uh, with a gallon of water per day. And other than that, you have something to sleep on, but you're not in a tent. And you go out there and you be completely, you're completely alone. I knew that when that opportunity presented itself that I was meant to be doing that. And it was incredible to me that with that understanding or with that feeling, all of a sudden I had a friend of mine show up and say, hey, guess what I'm starting to do? I'm starting to do vision quests. I'm like, what's that? I didn't even know what it was. And I said, well, what's that? Well, you're going to go sit out in nature. And I was like, oh, my God. When she said that, my heart just leaped. And I was like, oh, I want to reconnect with Mother Earth so bad. So I said, yeah, let's do that. And the process of going through the vision quest is pretty incredible because, again, you're not eating. You're fasting. And, oh, by the way, you don't have your cell phone. You don't have your computer. You don't have people. You don't have stuff. And you are out there with yourself. So after I go out into the vision quest and I get my little area set up and everything, and all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I'm set. Then all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and it's like, okay, Mike, you now have four days. Now, my vision quest was kind of unique, and I just felt there was a strong presence that was there that was sharing with me that I was meant to stay still. And it was really important for me not to spend a lot of time moving around. In other words, it wanted me on the ground, connected, and not moving around a lot. And I'm sitting there thinking, i got to sit here for four days? Are you kidding me? 
Four days. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Okay, all right, I'm willing to do that. And so, as I settled into that, and you're going through this experience of not eating, and now the hunger's coming up, and you're processing all this stuff, what I didn't understand at the time was that there was also something happening to my soul. I was needing a purging and a cleansing, but I did not understand that fully, is all I can tell you. And as I was sitting there, it was the second night, and I had magical experiences, a lot of magical experiences, in that process of going through a vision quest. The second night is a very special night because there's a ceremony that you can go through if you choose, and it's about dying. And so I chose to do that. And in the process of that, I set up and I follow all the rules to the ceremony. I guess that there's some rules I'm supposed to follow. And I follow them. And this thing is supposed to last all night. And I would say about after an hour, <laughs> I'm done. I'm like, I think I'm done, right? But the thing that was really fascinating about it is all of a sudden, I started hearing this voice, and this voice started going, you screwed it up again, Mike. Can't you do anything right? Like, what's wrong with you? This thing is supposed to last all night. And you're here for, like, three days. And, and all of a sudden, like, this, this, this voice started going womp, 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 womp. Anybody ever have that voice? Okay, good. I'm in a good room then. So, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, in the process of the want, 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 I hear this thing that says, we're not doing that. We're no longer going to be doing that. It's time for you, Mike, to stop that, to quit the endless barrage of beating yourself up. You've done that your entire life. And I'm going to invite you into doing something a little bit different. And then, just like with this, where I just watch this thing roll off the tip of my finger onto this piece of paper, I'm going to share with you something that I wrote that was given to me in that moment in my journal. <clears throat> and this is called, What About Me? It said, you called everyone. You've called God, you've called Jesus, your guides, angels, ascended masters, and elders. But you never called me. This isn't God talking, Michael. It's your soul. It's you. Michael, I am here. I've been here the whole time, waiting patiently without shame, blame, guilt, or judgment. And while it's great to have a relationship with all the others, my question remains... What about you? What about me? Excuse me. You have spent your entire life searching, high and low, near and far. All the books, the teachers, the masters, and others, all the medicine journeys, and even now, a vision quest. And again, I ask, what about me? Michael, 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 hear me. 
I am here. I am your soul. I am you. This is what you've been looking for the entire time. All this time, the dance you've waited for is with me. Yes, all of those others have helped, but what you've wanted has always been right here, now. I am quiet, often a, a gentle nudge or a thought. I don't brag or boast, I simply am. It's okay if it took all this time. It was worth it because you are worth it. I'm proud of you and you should be too. This time had not been easy. This life had not been easy. You've experienced much pain, cried many tears, but now you know. Next time you start looking outside of yourself, remember this one magical question. What about me? And so I came away from that experience, and all of a sudden this idea of the calling started happening. And so I just want to share a little few parts of the calling as I understand it, and maybe it's a little bit different from you. I'm not saying follow this necessarily, but for me, it's been about this idea of creating an openness, a listening, a thought that maybe, just maybe, you're connected to something bigger than yourself, and that this thing is loving and caring and kind, and it guides you, and it directs you, but it's not going to overpower you ever. That's not the way it works, at least for me, at least for me. And so the first part of the calling is just an opening. It's a willing to be still and listen. Turn off the phones, turn off the computers, turn off the televisions, please. Set down the newspapers and give yourself some space. Space is what creates this calling. Space is what creates the listening to be able to listen. So the first part, the first step, is this idea about opening, creating an opening to listen. The second part is what I call sacred discernment. There's a lot of noise that's flowing through us, is there not? Because of all the things I just mentioned. And so even when we start this process of listening, which is a process, it doesn't happen all at once. It could take a half hour. It could take three months. It could be completely different. It just depends, especially if you've never really done something like this. So it's this idea of letting the information start to come in and then trying to, originally I used the word, let it pull through. Like, what are, what are you pulling through? What is the information that's coming through? And then trying to discern, okay, what are you really trying to tell me? And my experience has been that that sometimes takes a little bit of time. 
In other words, we think we've got something that is what we're being told, but maybe I'm not quite so sure about this one. Let me spend a little bit more time with that. Let me go into more prayer or meditation and see what that thing is really trying to tell me and see if I can feel it, see if I can understand it, see if I can't clarify it a little bit more. And to me, that is what I call sacred discernment. So great, so now I've listened. So now I think I got something. And then what? Sacred action. What do I do with this? Because we can get all this knowledge, all this wisdom, all these inspirations, if you will. But yet, if we're not willing to take action, then what's the point of the exercise? And so then, after we discern what it is that we feel like we're being guided to do, then it's like, well, come on. Let's go do something with that. Whether it's, hey, I need to go have a talk with a friend. Or maybe it's, I need to write a book. Or maybe it's become a unity minister for me, right? You just never know. But again, there's something about taking action because we are on a third-dimensional planet in this third-dimensional reality, and that requires action. And I think, well, I know this because I'm a life coach. And I've worked with people who have phenomenal ideas, brilliant ideas, and they never go further than the piece of paper that they're written on, unfortunately. Because for some reason, usually a mindset issue, they're afraid to take the action. And what I would encourage is if you are having some great ideas, maybe check in with yourself. Am I taking the action to make this thing part of my reality? I know I need to switch jobs. Am I switching a job? I know I need to write a book. Are you writing the book? Whatever it is for you. I know I need to focus on my health. What are you doing to focus on your health? What does that look like for you? And the last step in terms of the calling for me is embodying this process. Again, to me, the calling isn't a one-and-done kind of a thing. It's always going on. In my opinion, for me in 2023, my vision quest was part of my calling. Great, well then what do I do with it? Well then, I write this poem, what does that mean? It means me spending more time with my soul. That's what my soul wanted. That's what I was being called to. But as I continue to play with this idea, what I'm understanding more and more and more is, oh no, Mike, it's not just a one and done kind of a thing. It's actually ongoing. So in 2024, what does that mean for me? Well, I'm looking at it. I'm a runner. I do these crazy things called marathons. But I'm also getting older. And that means I'm getting hurt more and more and more. The more I do these stupid runs. <laughs> but I love my running. But my body is starting to tell me, hey, dude, <laughs> do we really need to be doing this? You've done enough. 
And so that's one of the things that's calling me in terms of 2024. On a spiritual level, space. My soul is craving space. I'm one of those people that love to jam my schedule so full of stuff I can't breathe. Do I have any fellow travelers out there that do that? Yeah, there might be one or two of us. And I've done it my whole life. My entire life, I've done that. And my soul is telling me, in order for us to go where you want to go, you need to back off. You need to start plucking stuff out of your schedule to create space in order to have the experience that my soul is longing for, which is just space. It's letting go of doing, and it's about being. I love to do, love it. But my soul is calling me to be more than do now. And by removing stuff off of my schedule, it's going to allow me the space I need in order to spend more time being. And so there's another example of this idea of a calling. And, 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 and. And so, my invitation this morning to you, and whatever it may look like for you, what if, what if what this crazy guy up here is talking about is true? What possibly could be going on in your world right now that need some attention? Could there be something there for you? It could be something small. It could be something big. Again, it could be something loud. It could be quiet. Play the guitar. Sing a song. Go call a friend you haven't talked to in a few years. Maybe it's time just to have an, an honest conversation with somebody that you've been afraid to have a conversation with. There's something. And so, I leave you with that thought. I leave, leave you with that idea. And I leave you with a little bit of unity. And that is that all of us are down here on this planet at this time for a very, very, very special reason. And I just want to share with you that what we believe in unity is that each of us has a spark of the divine inside of us. And that is not anything that you earn. That is your birthright because of who and what you are. And what I would say is that each and every one of you are doing an amazing job just because of who and what you are. And that light that you share, even though you don't think it, matters because you matter. We need you right now more than ever. I don't know if you've seen what's going on out there, but you're needed. And when I say that, all I'm saying is just be you. Be the light that you are. You are so needed. And I'd also say you're doing a great job. You are doing an amazing job. 
It is not easy to be down here right now. It's not. It takes a lot. Thank you for having me today. I am beyond grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for welcoming me the way that you have. God bless.